Welcome to episode 50 of the Maybury Devotional entitled, Who's Responsible? Today I'll be looking at season 2, episode 15 of the Andy Griffith Show, Bailey's Bad Boy. I'll also be looking at scripture from Ezra chapter 10 verse 4, Arise, for this matter is your responsibility, but we will be with you. Be courageous and act. As I look back at last week's devotional, number 49, I realized that it fell on the one-year anniversary of my podcast. I want to thank everyone who's listened to it through the year, and I hope that you've enjoyed listening to them as much as I have making them. A big shout-out to Al Newsom for helping me to get this set up and putting it on the iMayberry website. As I've been working out of town the last few months, sometimes I've been skipping a week in between publishing these, but I hope to get back on track now. So, let's get into it. In today's episode, we see one of the old-timers in town, Fletch Dillback. He's picking up a bunch of produce off the road after being sideswiped in his truck when Andy and Barney finally show up. After a few minutes of short answers, they finally get the whole story from Fletch and head down the road to look for the suspect car. They come upon a young man stopped on the side of the road who is identified as the person who ran Fletch off the road. Andy decides to arrest Ronald Bailey, the young man, and hold him until the circuit judge comes by in a couple days for leaving the scene of an accident. After the young man gets settled in the cell, Andy stops by with Opie on their way to go fishing. Andy has to take young Ron Bailey with him, as Barney is not around and he doesn't want to leave Ron alone. While fishing, Andy sees how Ron Bailey is enjoying watching and he gets him involved as he gets lunch for everybody. He ends up catching a fish, but Andy's trying to butter him up a little bit, at least that's what Ron thinks, and he ends up throwing the fish back. Later, back at the courthouse, we see Ron dancing around to some music as it's time to go to bed. Well, Barney makes him quieten down, and he tells him it's late. Otis comes in a little while later. Well, you know Otis with a snootful. He demands to have his usual cell, so Barney ends up having to move Ron Bailey into the other cell. The next day after church, Andy stops by to get Barney and Ron and take him to his house to eat Sunday dinner. After dinner, when everybody's on the porch, it's determined that they should make some homemade ice cream. Andy and Opie stay back, and Opie admits to Andy that he broke a window out of Miss Purdy's back door. Andy tells Opie that he's not mad, but he's going to make him pay for the window out of his allowance. Once Opie leaves, Andy and Ron Bailey have a discussion about why Andy made Opie pay for the window and why he just didn't take care of it himself. The next day, Ron Bailey's father's attorney shows up at the courthouse to settle things up for Ron. When Andy won't let Ron out under his attorney's care, attorney Arthur Harrington, he brings Fletch in to testify that it was Fletch who was in the wrong. Everyone realizes that Fletch was bought off by the attorney as, well, Fletch hangs his head in shame and he agrees with the attorney. As Andy is about to release Ron to to go free, Ronald Bailey admits that he was the one at fault and stays for his proper trial. In the epilogue, we see that Barney is talking to Andy about how some of these young boys like Ron, they think that money is everything. Andy admits that money does help when you're dealing with women. Barney goes on to tell him how he can make a date with Juanita without spending any money on her. So, Andy sets out to make Barney prove it. And when Barney calls Juanita on the phone, well, I think we all know how it went. It didn't go well. It didn't go like Barney expected. And Andy ended up having a good laugh at Barney's expense over this one. The illustration I want to bring out of this episode is the idea of responsibility. In the middle of the episode, we learn that Opie had busted a window. Opie realizes he's done wrong, and he knows that he has to tell Andy what he's done. 
It's my guess that Andy's going to find out anyway, but it's probably best that Andy hears it from Opie as to what happened. When Opie admits with what he's done, he receives a punishment from Andy. And to the other extreme, well, we see Ronald Bailey, who ran Fletch Dillback off the road, causing him to spill most of his produce, and he refuses to take any responsibility. Ronald Bailey's character comes across as a young man with, a, what we might say, a silver spoon in his mouth. He's never worked a day in his life, and somebody who always gets anything he wants. And if he can't get it, well, he'll use his money to buy it. But don't be too hard on him. After all, it's the way the writers wanted to portray him. It's not until the end of the episode, when his father's attorney shows up, that we really see the young man take responsibility. I believe that when Fletch hangs his head in shame and ends up agreeing with the attorney about his driving and the condition of his truck, well, that's when Ron Bailey decides it's time to take responsibility. I want to use scripture today from Ezra chapter 10 verse 4. And this is from the New American Standard Bible. It says, Arise, for this matter is your responsibility, but we will be with you. Be courageous and act. This is during the time of what's called the, the post-exilic period of Israel. Now, I'll try to give a quick history lesson here. And The nation of Israel had their first king, King Saul, who fell out of favor with God. And then come along King David, who was a good king, but he still did some things wrong. And after he died, his son Solomon took over. Remember, Solomon is known as the wisest man ever. He built the temple of God. He had over 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, the Bible said. Well, when he died, his son Rehoboam took over. Now, Rehoboam wasn't as wise, and under his rule, the nation of Israel split into the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. Israel had no good kings, and they were wiped out by the Assyrians, who were mean, nasty, and, well, honestly, they made Hitler look like Mother Teresa. Now, the southern kingdom of Judah, they had a few good kings who followed God, but they were still nearly wiped out. A few were taken captive by the people of Babylon, and they were kept in captivity for 70 years before being allowed to return to their land. When they returned, they took on the name of Israel again, and they started rebuilding the city and the temple for worship. After everything was completed, Ezra was the priest who saw all the mixed marriages of the Jews and the non-Jews, and he confesses the nation's sin in prayer to God, asking for forgiveness in the chapter before. Now, in the 10th chapter of Ezra, we see that one of the men who's listening to Ezra, he's listening to him confess the sins that they've done and how they've been unfaithful to God and married foreign women. And this man sets out to make a covenant with God to, to get rid of all these foreign women. And he speaks the words that are found in this verse for today when he tells Ezra that it is his duty to tell them how to set things right. You see, it's Ezra's responsibility. The people have sinned and they need to be shown how to fix the things that they've done wrong. In today's society, it seems like no one wants to take responsibility. When people do things wrong, whether it's intentional or not, many people just want to hide it or they want to try to blame someone else. If a child doesn't make the all-star ball team, well, it's the coach's fault for not picking the child. And heaven forbid, it's the child's fault for you know being a bad player. When a student receives a failing grade, it becomes the school's fault or maybe the teacher's fault for not teaching the student when in reality, maybe it's just the student didn't pay attention. Many people don't want to take responsibility because they're afraid of consequences. One thing we always taught our daughter was not to be afraid to tell us the truth about anything. If she lied to us and didn't take responsibility, then the consequences would be far worse when we did find out. 
I think many times if we just take responsibility, we could find that there is mercy to be had and the consequences aren't as bad as we expect. Opie was afraid to tell Andy it appeared about what he'd done, but once he admitted to it, Andy gave him a fair punishment and he wasn't upset. It took a while, but Ron Bailey finally took responsibility for what he'd done, and I believe when his time came before the judge, he ended up with a much lighter punishment than what was coming to him, and really I think he learned a valuable lesson. Ezra was tasked with the responsibility of telling the remnant of the people of Israel of the sins that some of them had committed. It became his responsibility to let the Israelites know, and it became his responsibility to try to set them on the right path. In our own lives, we have a responsibility when we sin to come to the Father and confess our sins. The Bible says if we will confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us. Andy made Opie pay for the consequences of his actions. Ron Bailey was made to pay for the consequences of his actions. The nation of Israel had to pay for the consequences of their sins when they intermarried. The ultimate consequence of sin is death, an eternal separation from God. But for those who have accepted Christ as their Savior, we find that the consequence of death was paid for by Jesus Christ on the cross through his death and resurrection. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll be looking at episode 16 of season 2, The Manicurist. And until then, thanks for listening.